Yo, yo, what is good, everybody, and welcome the fuck back to Buzzing with Anxiety. It is your host, Cake and his Randy. Uh, I just want to, first and foremost, before we start the episode, just want to thank you guys so much for tapping in and uh, with 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 uh, tapping in and fucking with this podcast. Period. Just because um, the last episode, you guys seemed to really enjoy that little Q and A that I had with with Jeremy. Uh, that was very fucking fast of listeners, and I, I had no idea that it was going to uh, be like that at all, period. Uh, I think that maybe you guys are getting bored of just, like, the shit that I'm talking about, so maybe I should just have more uh, more gu- more guests on here. I don't know. Whatever y'all want. Um, I'm pretty much just going to do my own shit anyways. Like, if, uh, if I feel like somebody's dope or if somebody wants to be on here, you know, whether they're a barber or not, um, I think I'm going to start just having people around. <clears throat> the only thing is the sound quality of, of the, the sound quality is like the biggest thing. Um, so thank you guys again for tuning in and, uh, fucking with me on a weekly, or uh, I don't know if you're driving right now or just chilling or whatever, because the mandatory shelter in place and shit right now, but I want to keep this shit going. I want to keep this shit lit. Um, so currently today is December 22nd. Uh, officially it's 1220 AM December 22nd, which means it is officially Capricorn season. Um, the reason why I say it like that is because how I've been saying in the past, like two, three or five episodes, my birthday is on December 25th. It's on Christmas day. And it just so happens to be Capricorn season. So uh, I just uh, posted something on my Instagram saying, like, what is your favorite thing about um, Capricorns? What, what do you hate or love about Capricorns? Feel free to go ahead and write whatever. Um, I will be posting appropriate things only. Um, and if anything, I might not post anything at all. You just never know. <laughs> Honestly, dude, like, so... I really don't know what I want to speak about today. I think I just want to, you know, just uh, kind of just talk about, like, what's currently going on um, with everything, with, like, the lockdown and shit like that. Just I think my, my brain is a little more um, clear on what I want to do going forward. But at the same time, there's still that gray area because we as Californians or San Franciscans, San Franciscans we don't know what the fuck to do. Um, so, again, they did the mandatory shutdown. They also just shut down San Mateo County as well. Um, that was expected already. But it, from the looks of it on Instagram and everything like that, from, from the looks of it, it looks like it seems to me that only one barbershop so far has closed down. Um, not permanently, but just closed down for until the the... the the shutdown uh which they said is january 4th and i and right now i'm calling bullshit i'm calling bullshit like january 4th we're supposed to open back up i doubt that that's going to happen um uh just another update i have yet to receive that letter for that jeremy was talking about knock on wood that i was supposed to get from the um that i was supposed to get from the city and county of san francisco that uh, i was supposed to do like a cease and assist but uh, I haven't gotten it yet. So we're going to, we're going to keep it lit. We're going to keep it going. Um, I'm not going to worry about it. I mean, 
I ain't gonna lie. I look at my I look at my email often. I don't know why. Do you guys look at your email as a, like honestly? Me as a barber, I feel like I shouldn't be looking at my email like too often, but like because I'm a barber, like the only reason why I would look at my email is like to see like appointments and shit like that. But if I I could just go to the Booksy app uh, again, if you guys are out there and you want a haircut, make sure to go to the Booksy to the Booksy app, or you can go to CakeAndCuts.com and you can see all of our. Um, you can see all of our schedules on there, like every single one of the barbers that work at Cake and Cuts. You can see the schedules. You can um, you can book with them immediately. You can see what times are available. And <clears throat> honestly, uh, so there you go. I mean, we're we're obviously Cake and Cuts. We are still open. Uh, we covered. I mean, I already talked about this, but yeah, the 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 windows are still covered. Um, I we are still cutting hair. Uh, but actually three of them is, is not cutting hair at the moment. Um, so it's just me, Velo, Justin, and Manny, who's been cutting ever since, uh, the lockdown. But, um, yeah, it's been, it's it's been kind of crazy, dude. Like, the more that we've been cutting, honestly, like, cause we're like for, at least for me, cause I don't smoke. Or I don't even, I, I barely take any breaks. I don't look outside. The only time that I look outside is when I'm bringing somebody in. So that's the only time that I really go outside and, like, see what the outside looks like. Because it's covered. We can't see outside. Like, we, and we talked about this last week. It feels like we're cutting, like, we're cutting in jail. I mean, honestly, I don't know what the inside of a jail cell looks like, you know. But uh, it, it just feels super confined inside. Like we can't see the outside while we're cutting. It's like kind of boring. It's kind of like a weird, a weird kind of kind of vibe. You know what I mean? Where just imagine like you you're just in in like a a well lit area cutting hair, but you don't know what the outside looks like. You know what I mean? It's just like imagine that, and then imagine like me being there for like twelve hours, like honestly. So. And then going back to my schedule, like, dude, like, I cut hair today. Today's today's Monday, or it was Monday. Um, <clears throat> and I started this morning at 10 a.m., and I left out of there at 8 p.m. I did a smooth 10-hour shift. Tomorrow, I start at 10 a.m., and I get off at – I'm probably going to get off around 10 p.m. My last client tomorrow is Ronnie 2K, um, and his haircut always takes me, like, a little bit of time just because I, I like to – um, put a little, little extra sauce on his haircut, you know what I mean? And we chop it up, we shoot the shit and, uh, hopefully, I mean, hopefully some good shit will happen, uh, this time next year. Uh, we will, we will see. Um, and you guys will definitely hear about it if some, if some shit does happen with, with that part. Um, but yeah, so I'll be probably be done with him around 10. So Christmas lands on Friday. Um, I won't be cutting on Friday or Saturday. Um, so I'll be cutting fucking mad late on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday, Christmas Eve, I'll be cutting <clears throat> from 10 a.m. to, I think like 3 p.m. I mean, why not? Right? Like, because every, I, and I'm not charging extra prices, which I should, but I, I'm not really, I don't know, man. I feel like I would feel guilty to be charging people like a hundred bucks. Now, if somebody wants a haircut for, christmas day 
then I'm gonna hit your ass for at least at least like 200 <laughs> just cuz like you know it's not only Christmas but it's your boy's birthday um and I mean that that's only right that I would have to charge 200 bucks for like something like that um if you guys are wondering like what my plans are for my birthday what I normally do if it wasn't fucking COVID-19 is I would go to the uh I would go to the midnight mass and I would go like by myself but honestly guys like I have the best fucking friends ever the past like two or three years um at least one of them has has came with me <coughs> to church um and kept me company whether they were like fucking wasted and that's happened a few times with like my buddies where where they're just drunk you know what i mean like they're drunk and they come to church which is it kind of it, it's it's just funny y'all like it, it's hilarious i i it's i guess it's the thought that matters a, a little disrespectful to to jesus but um at the same time bro like they're also there like in support of me because i invite people to church with me that's one of the only things that I do that I ask for people when they're like hey Randy is it cool like or what do you want for your birthday you know and <clears throat> I always tell them I always ask I'm sorry guys as you can hear right now I don't know if you could hear but like 10 seconds ago wait I'm going through a little bit of anxiety so if you if you go back, you could hear me fucking breathing, <clears throat> and you could hear me doing that and like having trouble breathing. But, anyways, y'all, like my whole thing about, and I'm checking my email again. Nothing from them. Perfect. All right. So, um, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, when people ask like, oh Randy, what do you want for your birthday? I always tell them like, yo, don't get me anything. I literally just want to. Uh, I literally would just love for you to go to church with me or meet me at church or some shit like that um for a very long time if you guys don't know jason tran the barber uh he's actually one of my really good friends he he started the trend with me uh he hasn't gone to church with me in a really long time in like i think like five or six years but me doing this midnight mass going there by myself i've been doing it for like the past 14 years uh now I, it has to be like 13 or 14 years um, if y'all don't know, I, I love, I like church is my shit. Um, shout out to, shout out to the man above, uh, for blessing me with this day and, and every day, you know, but <clears throat> that's one thing that I truly miss is I truly miss going to church. Um, but yeah, I mean, you guys are all welcome to church, uh, for, for Christmas. They, at San Elizabeth, they have two times at 9am and 11am, um, I I think I'm going to do the 11 a.m. because I don't know how how I'm going to sleep. I never know how I'm going to sleep like that night. So I always like keep that like put that in, in like in perspective on every, and anything and everything that I do. Like I I hate starting my day before that. Um actually I don't hate it. It's just I don't know what time I'm going to sleep. Like currently the time is fucking 12:30 a.m. and I'm awake doing it, but I'm going through a little bit of anxiety, so <laughs> I might cut this episode short just cause. Um, but I mean, for those of y'all that's out there working and, and getting ready for this holiday season, man, like, you know, just make sure that you guys are taking care of your people. Make sure that you guys are, um, 
you know, just try to stay confident. This is a very tough time for everybody who is, um, who, who's, who's dealing with like some, um, not mental illness, but who's, who's having a difficult time, like trying to find happiness. I know that, uh, right now it's, it's very difficult. I understand that because I not, not do I only, uh, suffer from anxiety, but I suffer from, from <coughs> man, fuck. I suffer from depression too. So that's why I have to keep like positive people around me. That's why like it's important for me to 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 be positive and then also on top of that, I have to be completely honest with like anybody and everybody because it's so much of a hassle to like even like the little white lies and shit like that, like I can't do it. You know what I mean? Like um like <laughs> I don't know, bro. Like I can't even think of an example of a white lie, but you know, you know what a white lie is like the shit where you don't really need to lie about it, but you lie anyways, just cause <laughs> I can't do that. I can't do those. And I don't suggest you guys doing that either. Cause you're only going to set yourself up for, for fucking failure. Like, let's be honest. You know what I mean? So, um, I really think that, uh, <clears throat> I, I, I really hope that you guys are staying calm um, I'm kind of like going in a situation right now where I don't know what to do, uh, with the whole barbering thing, as far as staying open or whatever, you know, a lot of you guys might be questioning like me and thinking that I'm selfish for staying open. But, um, you know, I look at it this way where I just want to make through this year, like I've been saying, and I want, I, I hate taking money out of my barber's pockets. Um, that's one thing that I will, I'm, I'm not about that. I'm not about like, you know, being greedy and shit like that. And I've never been, and I don't think that <laughs> greed will take anybody far. Um, let's be honest, but, um, like, let's be honest that I would not be where I'm at today if I was a greedy motherfucker. Um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm very, I, I believe that I'm very selfless. Uh, I'm always looking out for everybody's fucking best interest. That's just the person that I am. Um, the person that I am is I want everybody to win. I don't, I don't like doing the whole, um, I don't like doing the whole thing where like I'm faking it that I'm making it. Nah, if I'm, if I'm not succeeding, y'all going to feel it. Y'all going to see that. Like I'm going to be very positive about the situation, but y'all going to see that I'm going to dig myself out of that hole. Um, that's always the kind of person that I've, that I've been where I've been put in the toughest of tough situations and I've came out on top. Um, <clears throat> as you guys know, one of my favorite quotes is no struggle, no progress, you know, without struggle, there is no progress. So as long as I feel like as long as I'm struggling with something, there's always progress to be made. And, and I, you know, I think that. Um, having that quote in the back of my mind gives me hope for, uh, what is, what can potentially happen? You know what I mean? So, um, I, I, I know that if I'm down, I'm not going to be down for a long time. Now that's just me. That's, that's the hustler in me. That's the, that's the me that never wanted to give up. I'm not giving up on this shit now. Now, um, and I've had this conversation with a lot of people that I feel like I'm being put in the corner. There's been plenty of times where I'm supposed to be failing 
in a lot of the things like for instance right now i'm supposed to be failing in this i'm supposed to be closing down my barber shop i'm not supposed to fucking make it right now uh in this barber industry you know what i mean like fuck all the barbershop shit just in the barber industry are every barber out there right now in california our backs are against the fucking walls like we're in the corner we don't know what the fuck to do so with that being said like um this this is just adding a lot of the icing to the fucking cake you know what i mean and uh i i didn't get to where i'm at today by being fucking lazy i didn't get to where i'm at today by making excuses you know what i mean i've always found reasons to make shit work i've always had that thing where it's like i make shit work i i i think it's just me having the the positive attitude it's me uh being extremely um open-minded to to different solutions it's me letting my guard down and asking for help from other people and if i can't get that help from other people what's the next thing that i go to i go to like fucking books i read books because <laughs> books is all is going to tell me like what works and what doesn't especially if it's like a reputable name so that's why i, I always enforce everybody like it's good to read like some some kind of self-enhancement book because that will get you there even if it's like the weak ass book like not the weak ass book but the secret everybody done read the secret already and and, and everybody knows about the um the just everybody knows about the secret you know what i mean the law of attraction so with that being said you're only going to attract the shit that you want to attract if you attract if you if you're thinking negative ne- negatively what do you think is going to happen you're going to negative shit's going to happen now if you're thinking positive positive thoughts positive shit's going to happen just because you're going to be more optimistic about positive shit now if you're thinking positive and some and some negative shit happens that is where you have to chill sit back relax and trust the process that everything's going to be just fucking fine um now for those of you you guys that do know me i worry the fuck out of everything i'm a worry i'm a worry wart you know what i mean so <laughs> i mean i suffer from anxiety you guys notice so with me suffering from anxiety i have to make sure that everything is going accordingly and i have to make sure that everything that um that i'm thinking of has to be has to go my way now if it doesn't go my way yeah i might trip out but at least i'm gonna be learning some shit um along the way now i'll be honest i i succeed like eight eight out of ten times on the things that i put my mind to everything that i do has its own purpose every fucking thing every word that i that comes out of my mouth there's always an ending every decision that i have to make there's always it, every decision that i make there's always a reason behind it what, what whether it's yes or no or whatever the fuck it may be like if you guys are not following me on twitter yet i i definitely be tweeting like a lot of shit and a lot of powerful shit um not powerful shit but like a lot of the things that are on my mind and um <laughs> i just opened up my twitter right now and i put and i just i tweeted this 36 minutes ago uh, i'm a big like markel Fultz fan 
Um, and I think it's unfortunate about his situation. Sorry, this is sidetracked. This is just so I can bounce back. But I put, um, I tweeted, yo, if you ain't pulling for Markel Fultz, you just a hater. And then I put um, 37 minutes ago, just like that, dot, 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 it's Capricorn season. Like, I, yo, I, I love me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm in love with myself. Um, and I listened to this podcast earlier from Rob Dial, um, the, the mindset mentor, and he deleted a lot of his shit. But, uh, for me, uh, the, the podcast that I did listen to of his was, he was talking about how, uh, you have to love yourself. Like, and this is the things that I've been preaching to y'all this whole time is to, um, you have to be your biggest fan. You know what I mean? Like that you have to love yourself fully. And if you can't love yourself, if you don't respect yourself, then there's no way that you can love somebody else. Now, with that being said, like, let me tell you guys, like, I love my girlfriend a lot. And she put me on game on some shit that, like, I want to recite and I don't want to fuck it up. But she put me on game with saying, like, uh, the way that you treat your money is the way that you're going to treat your girlfriend. Like the same the same energy that you put into uh, your money and, and your money situation is the same energy that you put into um into like your success and shit into your life into your woman you know what i mean like that's like money and women is the same same thing or money and men is like the same thing whatever floats your boat but uh, that really hit me and that's a quote that i really want to remember and i just remember that right now because um i'm looking at some shit and i'm just like oh shit like she's she's fucking right you know what i mean so that's why if you guys listen to a couple episodes back um, I be, I be keeping my money in check, like everything. My, my money is in order from big bills to the top to little bills in the, in the bottom. Um, all my money is faced all the same way. They're all bended, uh, flat or bended the right, right down the fucking middle. Like I can I take care of my money. So <clears throat> if I'm taking care of my money, I'm taking care of my girl. So shout out to, to Angie for, for giving me that little, little uh little quote right there so um i mean anyways going forward y'all like um i was i was also tweeting like a whole bunch of other shit and if you guys haven't peeped it out peeped out my my twitter or anything like that that's fine but just know that that is actually the easiest way to get a hold of me is if you tweet me um Let's just go on to the next topic, man. I mean, well, fuck, man, because I, I, I want to keep talking about, like, I didn't get to where I'm at today by by being fucking lazy. Like, bro, like, I work hard as fuck. I, I know plenty of other people that work way fucking harder than me. Now, those people are right there. Those are the people that I'm motivated by. Those are the people that I'm like, those are the people that I look up to. Those are the people that I want to be like, damn, I want to be like him. Or I want to be like her or, you know what I mean? Like, that's just that, that, that's not going to put me down. That's going to motivate me to be like, I want to do that. Now, um, in the break room at Cake and Cuts, uh, on the dry race board, it says, don't be fucking lazy. Now, when I'm back there in the break room and I'm chilling (laughs) and I read that, it says, don't be fucking lazy. Like, I'm like, all right, yeah, you like, I have to set the example So a lot of, so my barbers, I don't know if they know this or not, but I really go above and beyond. And I already talked about this 
in an episode earlier. Um, if you haven't listened to it already, it's what do you go above and beyond for your barbershop? I'm not sure what I spoke about in that particular episode, but I will say this because I was doing it earlier today and I do this pretty much all the time is um, I know that we're going to be busy going forward from here into the rest of the year. So uh, and today, even though I pulled a 10 hour shift, um, at the end of the day, I loaded up both of our, uh, both of our hot, hot towel machines with hot towels. Now I only loaded them up because I know that, uh, probably Justin's going to start early tomorrow or Mike will might start early tomorrow or, um, or I might even start, early. I don't know what time I'm going to get there, but I want to get them ready. So when they open up, like this is the, my whole shit is that when they open up the hot towel machine that they're going to see fucking towels in there and be like, Oh, it's lit. All they have to do is turn that bitch on. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> when I saw the, the sign earlier that I wrote that says like, don't be fucking lazy. I was like, all right, Randy, like, don't be fucking lazy. Let me show them like what a leader does. And what a leader does is the, a leader leads, you know what I mean? And when it comes down to, uh, the entire barbershop, what you want to do, if you want to, uh, if you want to make it a better place for the barber environment, then you got to do shit like, uh, to, to make everybody feel welcomed. Now for me <laughs> and also Angie asked me this earlier today, she said, um, do what did she ask? She asked me, do is there any barbershop that I've ever been to that I've ever worked at that I felt like, um, like out of place or whatever. And I told her straight up, I said, no, like I've, I've out of every single barbershop that I've worked at, I've never felt like it, like out of place. <laughs> the reason being for that. And this is my exact answer was I told her that every single barbershop that I worked at, I, I imagined that it was my barbershop. Um, and that's the only way to really be successful. Like, in this industry or in whatever barbershop you're at is if you take care of the area that that's getting you some money if you take care of that area that area is going to take care of you right the fuck back you know what i mean so if that's going over your head right now that just means that you have to put in this work that just means that you have to you have to act like it's your barbershop um so this is, I guess this is a tip for everybody out there who's, who's struggling with, um, with, any, with, with trying to fit inside a barbershop right now is that, yo, like if you're having difficulties, then go ahead and, and convince yourself that this is my barbershop too. The, when I worked at, when I worked at, um, at Chicago's, I was not in my element. That is not my element. First of all, that wasn't the district that I'm from. That was like the major thing. Second of all, it's the first time me working at like a black barbershop. Third of all, I'm working in like a setting that I'm hella not used to as far as like the noise volume and cutting with OG. So I have to take, uh, I have to watch like my, like my, my, my language. Um, but if it, like for me, at least it turned very quickly to where I just felt like, okay, this is just my shop. You know what I mean? And then soon enough, like Ishan came, then Alan came, then, then Jonathan came or Ishan, Jonathan, then Alan came and 
it turned out to be our shop. You know what I mean? So uh, we built we built bonds uh, at that at that shop. And when I move, moved over to cut to contrast, like, dude, it, for those of you guys that don't know, the very first team at cut to contrast and shout out to JJ again uh, in this podcast because he built a sick ass fucking team at cut to contrast. So the team was <laughs> JJ. Mike and these are shout outs to y'all. JJ, Mike J, Richie, Dylan, Junior, and Chad, and myself. That's seven of us. Yo, that was the most talented fucking team. As far as talent wise, hands down, that was the most talented team that, that I may have worked for. Um they we all motivated each other. That was a team that we seen Richie and Dylan starting at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. That made me want to start cutting hair at 5 a.m. and 6 a.m. and th- and convince myself that it's regular to start at 5 a.m. and 6 a.m. So I I appreciate them. But what I wanted to say about that, why why it cut to contrast or CTC wasn't my element, was because everybody went to that barbershop in groups of two they went to that barbershop with a friend you know what i mean or with somebody that they've worked with before me i went to that barbershop by myself dolo solo dolo went to that shop everybody else like was cool with cool with each other now i was the oddball out in that barbershop in the beginning and anybody that you talk to from that barbershop they'll tell you exactly how the fuck it went and if they don't remember i sure as fuck remember Yo, when we opened up that barbershop, um, I think it was June 1st, 2013. I think it was June 1st, 2013 or July. No, June 1st, because it was like right at Chad's birthday. And um, uh, yo, that first two, that, that first week, let me tell y'all, that first day, let me tell y'all, that first day, that grand opening day, where we started cutting people's hairs. Guess how many fucking haircuts I did that day. I did zero fucking haircuts that day. I I believe for the rest of the week. And we opened up on a Tuesday. I think for the rest of that week. I probably cut maybe two or three people at most. And it, I, I'm going to tell you. Boy, man, I was... I was not busy at all. And you would think that I'm that I'd be busy coming from a barbershop like Chicago's where it was all walk ins and very little, uh, very little uh, appointments were were being made. Um, And then also like, you know, well, let me tell you all this as well, is that from Chicago's to cut to contrast. I actually took a um, a two month break. Because I told myself, I said, all right, me moving from Chicago's to cut to contrast, I'm going to take this two month break and chill out because the second that I hit CTC, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking hit it hard and I'm going to be there. I'm going to be fucking putting in work. Um, now it was such a low blow for me. Well, all right. So I cut, I was cutting hair at my parents' house during that time. I was cutting hair at my parents' house uh, in between, but only for, like, a selected few. It wasn't even for everybody, and it was only, like, whenever I wanted to cut hair. It wasn't, it wasn't like, a set schedule of me saying, all right, you can come 
Tuesday through Saturday, you're we're I'm I'm open at at my at my parents' house, you know, and uh, it it just wasn't like that. So, with that being said, um, by the time it got to cut to contrast when we opened, right from Tuesday, like I had nobody. It was literally nobody. I had to literally call my clients or I had to call like my homies and be like, bruh. Hey, I'm looking weak as fuck right now at Cuts of Contrast. Can you please come? I need to pay booth rent. Can you please come? Like, you know, and uh, and it was like that for a long time. And I don't know if the guys would. And I know, shout out again, shout out to JJ. Uh, that's my brother for fucking life. I, and I know JJ listens to my podcast because, I don't know, maybe he likes the sound of my voice or some shit like that. But uh, I miss the fuck out of him. I miss the fuck out of my whole, like, CTC fam. Um, I miss, yo, I just miss, like, I miss people. You know what I mean? Like, that's just the thing of 2020 is just, like, we just think of, like, all the great connections that we had. And uh, when we first opened up CTC, it was good-ass vibes. We, we, we were talented. But, uh, for me in the beginning, I'm gonna tell y'all, like I I was struggling, I was a struggling ass fucking barber. And I was like, yo, and then I told myself that, um, in the beginning over there, <laughs> I told myself that I will not leave cut to contrast until it is time for me to open up my own barbershop. And guess what the fuck happened? I opened up my barbershop after I left CTC. So I, I stuck with my word. Now, is that a success story? I was I, absolutely. It's a success story. Did I did I manifest that? I absolutely manifested that shit. Yo, like man, and I'm just tripping, and I'm realizing that this second that I did manifest that shit. I'm thinking like, yo, I put all this shit in my head that I would be doing this shit, and I did it, and I'm doing it. You know what I mean? So, shout out to fucking me, <laughs> like dead ass, bro. Like, um if you guys only knew like the other struggles that I had. So like when I was working at Chicago's, let me just even say this. When I was working at Chicago's, the booth rent was mad expensive. Um, and, and there was a, a few times where, um, <clears throat> our, our busiest days was Saturday. Now that shop was just, it just worked different Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I was not busy at all. That's three days out of the five work week, five day work week. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I was not fucking busy. Friday and Saturday, Friday I was busier. Saturday I was I was the busiest. You know what I mean? So, um, so we we would start every day over there from like nine a.m. until I would say like eight p.m. or nine p.m. We would just be out there cutting hair, shooting the shit, having hella fun. Again, y'all, I I like everywhere I've been, every shop that I've been at, we've created our own environment. Now, going back to the point of um of being like the odd man out, bro, like I know what it feels like to be at the very fucking bottom. I know what it feels like to be fucking broke. At Chicago's, I was I was fucking broke, but I was happy as fuck just to be with like the people that I was working with. But there was definitely some times where I had to ask like my best friends for money. I had to ask them to, I had to, I had to borrow money from them. Now, again, the, the only reason why I think I'm so successful right now, and I don't even think I'm super successful. I think I'm just more organized with my life. So I, I consider that to be successful. Um, 
my whole shit is now i mean my my shit is just more organized so that's i i, I mean I'm, I'm thinking about it right now i was so like against like um like shit like booksy i was so against like um uh, of having like an online booking account i was so against like a, a lot of things i'm thinking about it right now i was just young and dumb and i wasn't hungry i wasn't hungry i wasn't motivated um i just wanted to cut hair make money and just get by i just wanted to get by you know what i mean it wasn't until like recently well maybe like at the end of of chicago's where i was like you know what fuck that i need to make money and i need money because this is like eventually i'm trying to get out of there i I'm trying to leave my parents' house. You know what I mean? Like at that time, I was trying to leave my parents' house, and I and I even spoke with my mom earlier today, and like I left the, my parents' house so easily, like so slickly. They they had no idea like what was happening. It was just like one day I was there, the next day I was just fucking gone. You know what I mean? And uh, and I did that just because like I care for my niece and I need I wanted my niece to move uh, to have her own room, and that was like a whole big thing right there so i made the adult decision to to dip on out of there you know what i mean so i've always landed on my fucking feet i guess that's the moral of the story is that no matter how many times that i done failed it's how many times that you get the fuck back up that's gonna take you that's gonna make you feel like okay i accomplished this shit i done been through like the worst of the worst and now i'm at the top of the peak um and i want you guys to experience that same shit so for those of you out there that's feeling like misplaced or for those of you that are trying to figure figure out your place in anywhere, bro, just know that everybody's been in, in your shoes. Um, this is not to anybody in specific. This is just me thinking about like, I, dude, honestly, I'm thinking about like me being comfortable at my own barbershop. Now, the only way that I can make myself comfortable at my own barbershop is if I'm myself. That's that's the only way. I'm not going to fake my own personality just to... Uh, I'm not going to fake my personality just to have other people uh, treat me differently. Like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to I'm gonna carry on with the way... How, with how the fuck I am and make other people adjust to, way, to the way that I speak. You know what I mean? That that's for the most part how my mind works. Because honestly, guys, like I think I'm intelligent as fuck. Um, I know I'm not the smartest motherfucker, but I also for sure know I'm not the dumbest motherfucker. I know that my in my my own personal intuition actually takes me further than what I think. That my intuition takes me further than my assumptions, um, and I always trust my gut. That's one thing that I that I've been having for a long time is my intuition. And I appreciate like that part of of my life is my my intuition. Y'all feeling me yet? Like, bro, on some real shit like I am. I, I know I started off very slow uh, with this podcast and it seemed like I wasn't going anywhere. But now I'm on a fucking roll and I'm just thinking about so much so many other things that like i gotta go back and think about like that i'm just not a greedy motherfucker i'm not somebody who's who's selfish as fuck when it comes to that like um and i know that i was just talking about like intuition and shit right now but we're getting to like the the final the final stretch of uh of 2020 and 
greed has never gotten me anywhere. Being being selfless, being like helpful to other people has gotten me way further than me being selfish and me um me being like I don't know, like I I'm not, I'm just not a selfish dude. You know what I mean? But there definitely does come a time where you have to sit down and be selfish uh with yourself and be realistic to yourself that this is what I'm capable of doing and uh and I don't know if I've spoke about this before but I had this conversation with who I I think I had this conversation with the client earlier today it was a great fucking conversation but pretty much I told him like like or he I th- oh yeah this was with my very last client of the night um I forgot what question he asked but I told him that uh the second that I committed to cutting hair was the second that I started becoming more successful because if I had a hell of other things going on, there wasn't, there wasn't any space in my brain to be focused on being successful in the barbershop. Now I truly believe that everybody should have like a second vice or a second like thing that they have going on just because like, um, too much barbering can be so, so much of a distraction in your, your like regular life that you need something for balance. Now in that time, or even currently right now, like, yo, like I love coaching basketball. Like my whole shit is just coaching people, like guiding people through life. When I look, when I think about basketball, I think about like, um, like my passion for coaching basketball is like my passion for knowing that the kids that I coach are going to go back and, and think like, damn, I was coached by, by Randy, you know what I mean? And they call me coach Randy and I'm fine with that. You know what I mean? Um, and just to watch them grow like that, that's my shit. Just to, just to watch people grow and like learn some shit. That's my shit. Um, and I feel like that's why this podcast is so good because with, with me, like giving you guys this game or me, just me, me speaking, you guys, you guys also have to understand, like, um, I'm hella self-conscious about my shit again. Like, yeah, I've been listening to my podcast, but yo, like I'm so self-conscious that I don't listen to my podcast. I don't watch my YouTube videos. I, I didn't, I deleted all the comments on my YouTube, uh, on every single YouTube video. I deleted all my comments. Um, I, and that's how self-conscious I am. So I don't have the most confidence in the world, but am I going to let that stop me from like feeling the freedom of speech? Like, no, absolutely fucking not. Like, I'm so happy that I've found this new passion for talking that I appreciate this. Like I'm freeballing everything. There's nothing. There's literally my phone right here. That's off right now. I have my brush and I have my microphone that I'm just speaking into. So just thinking about like, just imagine me doing this with, with me not having like the most confidence behind it. Now I'm confident in the words that I speak. I'm confident with the words that, that come out of my mouth. Now, <clears throat> am I the most articulate when it comes down to like trying to explain some shit? It, I think eventually I get there. You know what I mean? So I love, um, I love challenging my, my, myself. So everything that I do in life is pretty much a fucking challenge. Like waking up is a challenge. 
You know what I mean? Like going to sleep is a fucking challenge. Um, and am I gonna like the lack of sleep that I that I get the the very minimum or the very like what what do I want to say here? The the sleep that I get, I I just am thankful that I get like that kind of sleep. I thank God th- th- again. The second that I'll wake up, I, I say thank you or God or God bless you. You know what I mean? Like I, I say some kind of positive affir- a- affirmative like word to just say thanks to God. You know what I mean? For like letting me wake up. And so I already I'm already waking up with gratitude. Um, so if you guys are, are, are also new to this to this podcast, just know like in the earlier episodes, I explain my morning routine and what I do. <laughs> I'll go, I'll go through it briefly with you guys. If you guys, because I'm getting a lot of traction and I wish that I can like pinpoint all the things that I've been talking about, uh, in the last, like whatever episodes, but pretty much in the morning I wake up, I say, thank you. And then I listen to my morning affirmations, uh, from fuck, I forget what, what the guy's name, but it's the same positive morning affirmations that I've been listening to for like the past like two months and then I, he just put out um a positive uh gratitude gratitude um affirmations in the morning so 10 minutes of my morning uh, the first 10 minutes of my morning is dedicated to to saying positive things to put out there and what that's doing is that's attract that's the law of attraction right there I'm putting that I'm putting those words out there to get um, to, to just trick my head thinking like, you know, this, the law of attraction, this is what I'm going to get back. You know what I mean? So, uh, th- and this is another thing I, and a while before, before I forget what I was going to say, um, I wanted to say that I do a lot of things, a lot of selfless acts because I, I'm a firm believer in karma. So with, with that being said, when when I do something very good for the community or for somebody else, I really I always um I I think in my head that all right karma has to pay me back somehow karma is gonna pay me back somehow you know what I mean so I look at look at it that way so like the bad things that I do I'm like all right fuck karma's gonna get me that's why like me having anxiety is so good because like thank God I'm not like a sinner like that. You know what I mean? But I definitely do be chasing the, I chase the, the, the positive karma bag for show. <laughs> Please chase. And I'm going to name it that the chasing the positive karma bag. Um, because that, that's all that that's the world is only going to give you whatever you put in, what, whatever you put into it. That's the, that's what the world's going to give you. So if you put out again, and I hate to sound like a broken record, but if you put out some positive shit, you're going to get positive shit in return. It doesn't always work that way, but the the more times you fall, it's the more times you get up. The more times you fall, you also know what not to do. So if, if one solution that you think doesn't work, then figure out another fucking solution and proceed. All right, so going back to my morning, uh, my morning affirmations and gratitude shit. Um, then I meditate for another 10 minutes. Now, if I wake up early enough, then I'll read, I'll, I'll, I'll even like add reading to like my morning, at least like 10 minutes. And I'm not talking about like scrolling through my Instagram and shit like that. I'm talking about like, I, I have a book that's ready 
for me to read. Um, and it could be any fucking book. Just get your mind going with like some shit that uh, that you're not used to. You know what I mean? Like have have a book at your bedside, um, and that'll help you out a lot. So morning shit, um, gratitude, the affirmations. I meditate for another like five minutes. I don't meditate long. I just meditate real quick. And then if I have time, then I'll read. And then after that, then I'll put my fit together and then brush my teeth and do all my shit. And then I'm on my way. I'm in my car going to the shop. And then when I'm when I'm driving on my way to the barbershop, I listen to a podcast um, and I listen to to uh, Rob Dial on, on like whatever the fuck it may be. <laughs> it's very it is very rare that I listen to like some aggressive music in the morning. Um that's just not how I like to start my morning. I don't want to start my morning off with like some shit. So with that being said, I d- I do on Spotify, I have a playlist called Morning Affirmation. If you guys have Spotify, I don't know how you guys can find me. My my email on Spotify is uh, quake1z28 at yahoo.com. I think you can find me that way. If not, if you put in Randy Tagley, T as in Tom, A-G-L-E, if you put that in, I think only my podcast would show up. But um, if you could find the morning affirmation, like, playlist that I have, I only have, I only added, like, I think there's only, like, 13 songs, but pretty much those are songs that I would love to start my day off with. So if I feel like all right, I don't want to listen to Rob Dial this morning, I want to listen to some music. I want to listen to like one of those songs that's on my playlist because I know that I know that those songs are gonna uh, make me happy. Now I haven't added a rap song, but um, I I think I have the perfect first rap song that I that I want to put in there, and it's a Fifty Cent song. So um, I, I wonder if you guys even know what song I'm talking about. But anyways, y'all, again. We've been going on right now. The time is uh, one eleven a.m. I'm still kind of fired up about the whole, like, about life, about everything, about what the future has to, what the future has in stores for, for not only myself but for like the entire barber industry, for for the barber, not for the barber, yeah, for the barber industry, for for barbershop owners, for everything, and um. It's just so interesting that like everybody's different like point of views and like hearing people's uh, aggression um, to the mandatory shelter in place and shit like that. Like I get it, man. Like it's fucking tough. Like mental health is like a, a real thing. And this is definitely a setback. And um, we're, we're just trying to take it a day at a time. And I highly advise y'all to just take it a day at a time. Uh, do your best to not look too much into the future just be grateful for for what you have uh one thing that i always tell everybody is somebody out there definitely has it way worse than you um you can't be the only one dealing with the shit that you're dealing with so if you guys i know i haven't spoke too much about anxiety um lately but as you can see in earlier in this exact fucking episode i was dealing with it heavily but now i'm not because now I'm calm, my, my thoughts are correct, my my mouth started going, paused, and I was just like, all right, cool, I'm, I'm on uh, the right path. Now, funny that I'm talking about I, that, that 
my last episode was with Jeremy because if you guys haven't seen what Jeremy's been posting and this is going to be the end of it right here and well I don't know what he just texted me with but he texted me with something right now I'm going to read this out to y'all uh, I'm not sure if Jeremy it wants me to but I'm just going to say fuck it and then I'm going to respond to it in my head and then whatever I say in the podcast I'll just say it to him or if I feel like I, I, I want to answer it <clears throat> so he texts me at 12:13 a.m. and I'm telling y'all, yo, me and Jeremy, we're fucking tight. Like if you guys didn't tell, me and Jeremy, we're we're tight as fuck. Like we can literally shoot the shit. If you guys didn't know before uh, we even started the podcast last time, we were already talking for two hours before that about everything else. You know what I mean? So, um, and he also lives three blocks away from my house, so it's it's super convenient just to shoot the shit with him. So anyway, he texts me at twelve thirteen, and he goes question period hypothetical period. I and I texted him back and I said shoot, and then he texts me back with something fucking long that said, uh, if I just open the doors like fuck it, no more hiding pretty much dare for them to make an example out of me and take me down but not before i put up that good fight on some tupac shit what do you think let's keep it let's keep it our industry how do you think they would respond collectively i'm trying to figure out what it will take for everyone to be like fuck this shit we all going to work enough of this i know this is a text so i may not be explaining it correctly enough lol because I'm imagining potential scenarios right now. Because uh, let, let's say, for example, if Primo's goes down, loses everything, and we just let it happen, that's an L for all of us. Our industry will know that they can step on us if we get out of line. So, fuck, that's that's a heavy question. I don't know. Let me, let me like, briefly go over it, but... Uh, he's talking about Primo's, um, Primo's barbershop in Vacaville. So if you guys haven't heard about that barbershop, that barbershop is the barbershop who, um, who they were open the entire time. They were not wearing face masks at all and they were just open and the owner, I don't know the, the owner's name, but let's just call him Primo. I'm guessing that it's his barbershop, but Primo when we were when we opened back up in September, he got a letter uh, to cease and assist his barbershop, and they they said that they were gonna revoke his barber license and they were gonna revoke his business license. Um, currently, to this day, if you guys look at his at his um, his Instagram, I believe it's Primo's Barbershop Vacaville or Primo's Barbershop. Just check it out. Um, so shout out to him too, but he like defied the whole shit and he's going to court with it. He like, he has the backing of so many like different people, not in the industry, but he has the backing of like the police force. He has legit has like, um, like a shrine or like an area full of like all these like badges from people that come in to show their support with him. Now, um, what Jeremy's trying to say here is like, if they shut him down, then what are we going to fucking do about it? Because then the government is going to be like, okay, we, if we can shut him down, we can shut everybody else down. Now, <coughs> um, my take on that is that Primo's was given a warning. Now, 
Yo, I was scared. I'm still scared as fuck of COVID-19. I'm not, I'm not a risk taker. Again, y'all, like, I'm just not. I'm going to abide by the rules. So I was kind of, I ain't going to lie. I was low-key, like, against it. I wasn't, like, there was zero jealousy. There was zero animosity. Get your fucking money, like, where you can and be open. But to put, if you guys didn't listen to the other episode, like, to put other people's lives in jeopardy, that's just not my move. You know what I mean? Like, so I was just, like, I'm thinking for, like, the greater good. Um, now, Primo's was, was uh, he was told a few different times that he can't be open. He made it on CNN. Like, CNN. He made it on CNN. And I was like, bro, like, this dude really fucking made it. You know what I mean? So with with him being all public like that, of course they're going to make an example out of him. You know what I mean? Now, it, like, I know Jeremy, and I know Jeremy just wants... He, he it's not that he wants the attention he just wants people to to open up because you know strength in numbers that's what like the bay is all about strength in numbers the more the more numbers we have aka the more barbershops that we have that defies this law the harder it is for them to to shut us down now i'm going to respect the law as far as if they say that we have to be shut down for like for longer than January 4th, I'm going to rethink it. But like how I said earlier in this podcast, I'm going day by day. I I don't want to think like too forward ahead. Now, is it stressing me the fuck out? Absolutely is stressing me out on like what the fucking future has. But at the same time, like I don't want to think too, too far in advance because that's just going to stress me the fuck out. Like, like how I'm still stressing out about the email that I'm supposed to be quote unquote supposed to be getting from, from the city. Um, now I don't want that email, but I'm anticipating for it and it's fucking me up, but I've just learned to accept it that when it comes, it comes, then I'll abide by it. But for, for the meantime, like, bro, I'm not about to stop my barbers from like getting their money and we're going to remain open. Now you guys can, you guys can agree to disagree. That's fine. Um, I just want y'all to know that we are doing th- like the ultimate best. Like right now, everybody at the barbershop, we are respecting all the rules as far as everything. Um, <clears throat> so we will be continuing doing that. Um, so Jeremy just wants to strengthen numbers. He, he, he believes that. Um, and I mean, to be honest, I kind of back him on that. If there were more barbershops that were down to just say fuck it and open, then it'll probably be it'll probably look good, really good on our industry. But for myself, y'all, I'm in a very sticky situation to where this is my first barbershop I've ever opened, first business, and you guys already heard this, yada yada yada. I am just not in that position to to open up like that freely. I have not made a profit. I have not made a single dollar from opening up the barbershop. Um, until then, I am not going to risk anything because I have nothing to risk. I'm not, again, yo, I'm not a big risk taker. I'm mapping shit out. In my head, I am mapping every single fucking detail out. And I don't see this going well for me if I try to defy it. 
Um, now, <laughs> um, and, and, and you guys, you guys should too, like go ahead and if, if Jeremy reaches out to y'all, just think it through for me, I'm going to just let you guys know this right now that I'm not going to be doing that. But, um, anyways, y'all, I think this is it because my time or my, now my, my brain is kind of like going all over the place and I'm just going to post this. And then I'm just going to wake up in the morning hoping that, like, you guys are fucking with it. And I hope that you guys are still enjoying these episodes. Um, I know today I was a little all over the place. Um, but I, I feel like in the middle <laughs> of this podcast, like, I had my shit together. And I hope you guys can really appreciate that. And um, if not, please check out the other episodes that I have with Buzzing and with Anxiety. Uh, if, you have, if you guys have any questions... Go ahead and follow me on Buzzing with Anxiety uh, Instagram or uh, fo- and or follow me at my personal page at Cake and His Randy um, or hit me on Twitter at Cake and His Randy. That is the easiest way. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be recording another episode before Christmas just because I know I'm going to be I'm going to be mad fucking tired uh like from here on out i might do one like christmas eve i don't know that might be lit but if i don't i hope you that you guys have a wonderful and blessed holiday my prayers are all with you again um happy hanukkah as well i think hanukkah is done um again you guys are all welcome to join me at the 11 a.m mass at saint elizabeth uh in san francisco if you guys show up I'll give you five dollars. Look, I'm paying for you. I'm paying for y'all friendship right now. But anyways, again, y'all, happy holidays, Merry Christmas. Uh, I hope to hear. I hope that you guys hear from me soon. I think that's appropriate. But alright, y'all, keep it kegging. We are out of here.